Hey, this is Josh from Cattle Decapitation. You're watching CMS TV. You know, I think there was some some stuff with like the facilities, you know, the, the bathrooms, they were flooding. You were stepping in piss, you know, <laughs> it felt like Jesus, you know, walking on piss. So um, so you're talking about, you're obviously, you're talking about the public restrooms. Yeah. Not, yeah. The, you know, the public not your, restrooms. Not, not yeah. your cabin restrooms. No, no, no. Yeah. It's the public restrooms. You know, I mean, it was just, and then just people are pigs, man. I, I mean, <laughs> I, I did an unscientific poll you know, and and uh, probably seventy percent of the guys where they were, whether were they were taking a piss or or a deuce, they'd run right out the bathroom. And I'm like, oh man, like, this <laughs> defeats the purpose of me washing my hands. You know, I mean, it it just I I guess that's what bugged me the most was kind of some of that stuff because I'm like, oh. Ugh, I'm walking around in this crap. Now, and then now was it, was this an older boat? No, no, it's a it's it's a fairly modern ship. It's really one of the okay. Royal Caribbean Mariner of the Seas. Yeah, um, I, I went to the Kiss Cruise back in October, mm -hmm. and uh, it wasn't the most brand new boat. It wasn't the most modern boat. I guess it was an older boat, but uh, yeah. I didn't experience any of these issues that you're talking. Yeah, about. well, I'll tell you this: uh, one of the one of the people that was probably probably like four cabins over it sounded like their toilet flooded and it flooded the whole the whole uh, cabin <laughs> so i'd God. hate to be them yeah yeah i mean i was just like whoa i hope we don't have any of those issues you know but uh, yeah. yeah i guess it could have been worse right i could have wound up with covid and herpes or gonorrhea or something can i ask you if you don't mind what what did this cost you to attend this this monster rock cruise you know, I, I know we were talking about box sets before and how ridiculous amount of money we sometimes spend on this shit. Um, yeah, you know, I started tallying up this thing in my head as I'm probably running a 103 fever on the flight back. I'm thinking, holy shit, you know, this just about cost us 16K. 16k yeah between between like hotels and transportation first class flights there and back i was sitting there going oh my god i'm not gonna do this again is that for not next year what was that is that for two yeah yeah it's for two people yeah even still how much was the boat eight grand a piece well i'll tell you this uh you know i can't stay away from the classic metal show even while i'm on this excursion but, uh, so I was listening to that part where Chris was talking about the drink package being like 300 bucks drink package. I didn't buy, or we didn't buy until we got there. Yeah. They ran 619 bucks a pop. Oh, yeah. wow. Right. right. Yeah. So, so it isn't cheap, you know, you're really going to pay. Um, so yeah, I think between, I think, well, you know, I mean, I guess the first class, uh, uh, plane tickets or, or we splurged on that and then we got a hotel uh, room and they're in Orlando because you know we we got off the ship at about 8 30 but the plane didn't leave till 8 p.m and then you're flying in reverse you know right. and and it's like ugh, we're not going to stay in the in the uh, airport you know I mean and so anyways it, I think it, it all added up but yeah well man, hold on I, I gotta know how much did the how much did you pay for your cabin and, and was and it what, was it what kind of a cabin did you yeah get? did you get oh the well we got the we go, oh, yeah we got one i mean we got the fancy one so okay yeah. but still how yeah. much did that cost well, what, what do you consider the fancy cabin what, what well, you, uh, you know the one with the balcony and all the you know the, the deluxe kind of you know cabin and stuff yeah uh -huh. it's it's bendy man it's bigger uh, right it's bigger it's than big, the regular cabin yeah yeah yeah, yeah like, it basically like, runs like, about six grand a person i think wow. Yeah. oh wow god damn to see torah torah jesus oh <laughs> there you go <laughs> yeah we can laugh about it now i think uh, especially uh, since i'm heavily medicated and all night will buzz I, I have no idea what that kiss cruise cost because i was you know, on, on the boat as part of the, uh, entourage. So, right. but, but, uh, you know, I, I had, uh, flights out to LA, uh, hotel in long beach, uh, mm -hmm. one week on the boat, uh, flight back to Chicago, all that. I have no idea what that costs, but it right. certainly didn't cost me a goddamn dime. I tell you that <laughs> <now>. <laughs> 
Oh, well, <laughs> wow. Yeah, it's crazy. And and I, I do get this this feeling that, you know, I, I mean, I like the cruise, but it definitely has this kind of cult-like mentality. It's almost right. like, you know, you can do no wrong. It almost reminds me of like the kiss tards and the crew tards, right? Right. Uh, it's almost like what, you know, you, you have to do, you have to support. And I get it. It's like nobody wants to say anything really disparaging about uh, the, the crews and stuff like that. And and it's like even even uh, constructive feedback is kind of something that's kind of frowned upon, which By is kind of weird. By who? By who? Um, well, if you look online, online, like all the supporters and stuff, and it's like, uh, you know, it's like they, they just chew and swallow, you know, he ain't wrong on that either, Neely, because I'm on on, attention to that garbage, but well, on my, I first, I don't even know how, but for some reason I'm a follower of the monsters of rock cruise on Fuckbook, And, (laughs) and I see. Every, I mean, there were definitely people bitching about this cruise. I, um, I mean, Ruben could talk all about this, but yeah. throughout the entire five days, you know, and obviously because it's the cruise, everybody's posting pictures, tons right. of pictures. So yeah. my feed all week was Monsters of Rock Cruise. Hey, here's Stephen Piercy in the ocean, and here's, you know, here's Jeff Keith, you know doing whatever you know whatever yeah here's extreme with Nuno Betancourt sitting down because he (laughs) because he blew up his knee (laughs) his knee in a basketball game yeah but i mean it was very there was a lot of stuff but every other post on this monsters of rock cruise starts with i don't want to complain but (laughs) right and then it's just some big complaint and it's it's a lot of this stuff that ruben was saying that a lot of the stuff was too expensive or you know, there was a lot of people bitching about stupid shit. Like the first day, and Ruben, you could talk about this, but yep. the first day they had a bad storm. So they right. had to close down the pool deck or the pool party or right. whatever it is. Right. And, and like literally, I know Piercy posted pictures of the lightning hitting the water. So it was a bad storm. It looked like a bad storm. Right. And there was people bitching, like whenever they did the makeup for it. There was people that were bitching like, well, I couldn't get in to see it. I paid this and I, and it's like, would you rather have died in the fucking show? You dick. (laughs) Yeah. I mean the the people, and and admittedly, if I spent $16,000 as Ruben did, I'd be bitching about every guy. I'd be bitching that one piece of a steak that I ordered was fucking not cooked to perfection. Right. Right. You know, but, but go ahead, Ruben, give us the story, man. Cause it, it sounds like you right. have quite the adventure. <laughs> well, it was, yeah. So you're right. I mean, I think for the, uh, for the, uh, sail away, you know, they typically do the sail away and then they have Sir Edward trunk and, and Florentine <laughs> and then, and then the unfunny guy, you know, uh, and then the other, you know, uh, the other hosts, you know, yeah. do a snapshot with the crowd. And then, so that didn't happen. Like you said, you know, there was that storm. George Lynch was supposed to be the uh, Lynch mob, you know, because he's right. going by, he, what a confused motherfucker. You know, it's like, he doesn't <laughs> know whether he wants to be the, the electric freedom or George Lynch or the Lynch mob. And it's just like, yeah, whatever. Right. But anyways, well, that didn't happen. So. Dead. Lynch mob is back because that's, that's the name recognition and the money. So Lynch mob is the thing now. Right. So, but leading up to that, you know, there's, uh, there's, it's kind of hit and miss as far as the venues, you know, they got the, they got the pool stage was, which that's the one outside. That's where Lynch would have played for the sail away. You know, that's hit and miss as far as sound. Um, Royal theater is probably the best, uh, sounding, uh, venue on the ship. And I don't know what kind of, what kind of deal Queensryche pulled, but they performed both times uh, in that theater, and they just sound fucking great. You know, right. they always sound well, uh, pr- pretty good. And the other one's a star lounge, which is just kind of like a, it's really shitty to actually uh, catch a band in there because it's standing room only for the most part. And there's no real stage. I think the stage is probably like a foot off the ground. So, you know, you get enough people standing. It's like a damn punk rock show, you know? Um, <laughs> right. But, uh, you know, the, the sound in there sounds sounds great. And then the next one is like a Studio B, which is basically like a like a ice skating rink, you know, that they then you use <laughs> as, use as uh, uh, you know, as a, a venue to, for perform, performances. But right. it, I don't think it's just not it's not equipped for that because I know the, you know, I've never heard a a band sound good in that particular venue. So, um, 
But having said that, um, I don't know if we want to tear through some of the bands. Go ahead. Yeah, want tell, to do this. tell us who was good and who was bad. Yeah, yeah, were yeah. Dicks and, to and I'm going to everything else. Yeah. So, anyways, would you say something, dicks? I said, to tell us who were dicks to you, because, you know, you you asked me specifically yeah, yeah. if everything well, was on the table. I was like, hey. Yeah. You know, I think and I'll, I'll just mention this because I, th I thought it was kind of hysterical. You know, we had gotten on uh, on the ship and they give you this, uh, you know, champagne and not my thing, you know, but my wife's mm -hmm. like, well, why don't you grab one and I'll drink it? And I was like, eh, what the fuck? All right. We're walking <laughs> with champagne. She guzzles hers. I got yeah. the other one. Let me exchange uh glasses oh, and then right. it's like oh shit i'm like hey there's steven piercy i saw jason jason green and and then uh monaco and then piercy's wife girlfriend whatever and then some other lady right right and uh i knew it was piercy because he had that goddamn lollipop in his mouth and you just hear <laughs> it just kind of rolling around his fake teeth you know and and, <laughs> and and then just that look that he gave me was kind of like that that kind of look that that i've seen many uh many wildlife get right before they uh, a bigger predator hops on them right give me just this kind of look like fuck he recognized me he pulls the fucking hood over his face he looks like the fucking emperor from star wars you know and and so basically <laughs> you know at, at that point my wife is like um who is that and i, I go it's steven piercy from rat and she goes who and, and i go it's steve and, and then you know it got it kind of became obvious that i recognized who it was elevator you know uh door swing open and i was like yeah just go ahead you know at that point it was just kind of like yeah, it'd be really awkward to go up on the on the elevator with him plus you know it was just right. kind of obviously he didn't want to be uh approached but i had a couple other uh observations where he did the same thing and it was just kind of weird he's just kind of cold you know and and there was clearly other people that recognized him and there goes the hood and he basically stared at his feet as he's walking by and it's like wow it, it just didn't seem like he really wanted to be there which is kind of odd considering that uh, uh this kind of uh setting is kind of almost kind of like the same mentality as nam right you're you're kind of there to kind of uh, mingle with the fans or whatever. Yeah. I, look, and again, I'm not going to defend Steven. Steven can right. defend himself, but you know, I mean, the only thing I could think with him is on that cruise, he's one of the more recognizable name faces and names. You know, I mean, rat was obviously a huge MTV band. So Steven is definitely more recognizable then probably two thirds of the musicians, probably nine tenths of the musicians, really. I mean, I would imagine the recognizable guys are probably Frank Hannon and Jeff Keith of Tesla, mm -hmm. Piercy, um, Kip Winger. Kip Winger. Well, even Kip looks different now. Yeah, he's all gray and shit. Yeah, he looks different now. So he doesn't look, Steven still looks like Steven Piercy, you know, maybe an older version, but he still looks mm -hmm. like Steven Piercy. That's the only thing I could think of. Because as I told you, Ruben, and as Neely right. will attest to, we know Stephen. He's always been cordial with us. Steve, I, I've known Stephen for 23 years, and he treats me just as like, like we're long lost brothers. Mm -hmm. And, you know, every time I see him, he's like, Neely, so good to see you, bro. So good nah. to see you, you know. Now, admittedly, we're not just dopey fans that are that are looking to take right. a picture with him like the other 12,000 yeah, on the boat right. or whatever, but you know, he knows us. So that could be why, but right. wow, as I told you the other day, that surprised mm -hmm. me a little bit because Steven's right. Steven's not usually that way, but you know, I do know that they had some turmoil that I won't get into, but they had turmoil going into the cruise. So it could have been some of that too, where he was just kind yeah, of, like, and, you know. and I know he had gotten a lot of shit online, I think, because then he, they had set up like a separate meet and greet, you know, where they were charging the, like a hundred bones and. And then oh. Ruben froze and Ruben is frozen. Maybe it's the COVID that got his camera. Maybe Steven got him. <laughs> Steven probably like, uh, you know, fuck this guy for talking to me. Yeah. Talking about me like done. The meet and greets are done in, uh, you know, during the photo ops that they do, they do these photo ops, uh, throughout the ship throughout the day. Right um and stuff like that so i don't know uh, i'm kind of like wondering if that had played a factor because that was announced prior to getting on the ship and i'm sure that probably wasn't uh, the reaction they wanted to get you know right 
Yeah, so could be. Who knows? Who knows? But, but I will who, say this. I mean, right. I think uh, being that we're talking Piercy, I did get a chance to see him uh, on the pool stage. Um, and that was on, shoot, when, what night? Oh, that was on night four. So right. he, he went on at like 10 o'clock. Um, you know, he did uh, he did Wanted Man, and then I'm Insane, and after that, his voice kind of kind of left the room. Um, but, you know, I mean, overall, he sounded a lot better than I expected. Although, I got to say, I don't know who, if you guys know who the drummer is. Was that Will, Will Hunt? Hunt. Yeah. yeah, Will Hunt. Oh, boy. You know, talk about an upgrade. He makes Bobby Blotzer look like one of those monkey toys playing the drums. You know? I mean, it's, it's horrible. Uh, no, but what an upgrade. I mean, just totally kicked ass, that guy. Um, and then Eric, man, I mean, I think he did a lot of the heavy lifting. Yeah. Yeah. What a what a valuable dude to have in your band, for well, sure. Eric is is like, a, you know, is the punk version of Warren D. Martini. You know, right. he uh, he plays those riffs note for note. And, uh, it's it, you know, he, he's amazing. And the thing is, is Eric uh, doesn't have any kind of an attitude at all. He just he just likes to play. Mm -hmm. Right. Right. But, yeah, I mean, uh, Piercy played for an hour. He did all the stuff you'd expect in there uh, and probably some stuff that you probably never want to hear again just because they weren't the best of the, the rat <laughs> tunes in there. But but overall, I mean, I think had a good time. I think. It's interesting that he has uh, um, what's his name, Matt Thor, I guess on bass. Yeah, Thor I wish he had bass. better stage presence. I mean, solid bass player, but I mean, he's just kind of standing and he makes Ian Hill look like like he's uh, uh, Richard Simmons. You know, I mean, and <laughs> it's just ridiculous. He's just standing in place. I'm like, somebody check that guy's pulse. You know, but uh, overall, great performance. I mean, that okay. I, I give I give Stephen Fiercy. Uh, uh, four hail and kills out of five on that one. Yeah, <laughs> well, so. Steven kind of has a revolving door of guys that play in his band. And, you know, uh, Frankie Wilsey plays, you know, periodically. And, and Matt Thorne plays periodically. And um, right. who, who was the guy? The the guy, the, the bassist, he, he was in and out of the band. He just has this revolving door who's ever available when Steven's playing live gigs that's who goes on the show right so right. did you uh did you run into eric uh farantino no no i didn't i mean i was watching out for him but i never did i mean uh, i mean it's, it's See, weird eric how you can be on there and not run into people you know i'll tell you why with eric and we'll i'm sure we'll talk about this more on monday when eric when i'm doing my show with eric but eric told me flat out that every night except for the night tesla played he was doing the same thing as Steven was hat on pulled down. Like he was like, just trying to get out, get out and watch the shows and didn't want to be, didn't want to be, you know, interrupted 43 right. times by taking photos and what, and I get that sort of, you know, it's a weird thing. I I've thought this for anybody on the cruise, you know, when, when bands are bands outside of these cruises, there's, there's that, distance between the fans and they can they can fill the distance to whatever level they want to if they want to sign 50 autographs they could charge a fee that'll limit it to only 50 people you know and and they can kind of limit the number of hands they got to shake and pictures they got to take you get on the cruise everybody's there everybody's right there on the deck you know and you got to listen to every fucking story of Man, I got to tell you, got me on the line was my marriage song. And, you know, it's like you got to hear all those stories. I could see where that, especially when you've had that distance for your whole career, I could see where that would be like a real pain in the dick. Right. Yeah. So I'd be curious if he got asked about what's it like, you know, uh, <laughs> writing, writing such a classic like uh, you're in love, you know, because I mean, half these people don't know who was in or out of the band. Right. You know? <laughs> but I am I am thankful to not have had uh, or to not continue having hardcore superstar or eclipse or this wigwam shoved up my ass on a day to day basis. <laughs> I mean, just not ver just not good at all. <laughs> um, I mean, I did try to, I, I did try to check them out, you know, check a song or two. And I'm like, man, I just, I just don't get it. Do you not like you know? the Sweden bands at all? Or, oh, oh I do. But you know, like okay. with hardcore superstar, I liked them a lot better when they were the helicopters. 
Yeah, you yeah, know? yeah, yeah. I mean, it's just kind of like you get into this, the you know, kind of like you did with these 80s bands. You get the 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 B and C leagues, you know what I mean? Um, there's a lot better bands than these guys, but you know, I think it's just like for some reason, I guess they have an in and and uh you know, once they get attached to the monsters of rock tit, they're not letting go, you know? <laughs> well, the, the, two reasons for that, that I know of, and you know, I'm certainly not plugged into the monsters of rock business, but one, the frontiers has a, has a right. hook frontiers has a definite hook to get some of that. That's why Shaz Kane is on this thing right. and heat and you know, all those yeah. bands are, are on this tour. And the other thing is it fills the boat. Because people, a lot of people will travel from Europe. And from what I understand, from what I've heard from a lot of people, there were a lot of European people that, you know, flew in to go on the cruise to go because they don't get these kind of cruises. So it's good for them to have two, three, four bands that are local popular so that it, so that it brings, you know, like you said, your tickets were $16,000 multiply that by a hundred. Right. You know, you know that's yeah. That's I mean, there were, six or whatever. There was a lot of Australian people there too. Yeah. I mean, there for a minute, I thought I heard Tim James. I kind of <laughs> was like, was that was that who I thought it was? You know, but I, it wasn't him. False alarm. Nice. Right. Uh, you know, I, I was waiting to see if he said Perler. You know? <laughs> Speaking of Perler, you know, yeah. Shaker put on a hell of a performance, though. I mean, I really? think he, he tore through, you know, he's been on a on a tear since he got his mental health and his drinking issues under control. Right. And, you know, I think over the last the course of the past, like, what, 15, 16, 17 years, I mean, I don't think he he's done a bad show every time I've seen him. And right. this time, man, he had that uh, Ronnie Romero. That's my dude. I um, love Ronnie. Which I got to tell you a story about that because, yeah. uh, you know, it's, it, I, I call it eating dust with Michael Sweet. Um, but, <laughs> um, yeah, so Ronnie, I mean, I, I, again, I don't know. I'm kind of on the fence with him because he's done so much stuff. You know, he's done mm-hmm. the Rainbow stuff. He's done the Vandenberg stuff. Um, saw him last year with Vandenberg on there. Um, sure. Sounded good because it was the original, you know, uh, original material, you mm-hmm. know, that he did with him. But as far as him doing um, Shanker, UFO, MSG stuff, I was like, man, I don't know how this is going to work out because of that accent, you know. Um, but, man, sounded great. So I was pleasantly surprised, you know. So that was just a killer show. He basically did a couple of the couple new tunes, okay. which I think was, was, was probably a decent uh, balance there. And then the rest was all classic MSG and, and UFO right. stuff. It was just crazy. It was crazy good. So that that would be that would be uh, five hail and kills out of five, <laughs> or or as Tim would say, a perler. You know. So it was it was that was that was spot on. Although I gotta say, you know, it's interesting how the right room, the right sound, the right kind of audience uh, uh, reaction makes for the full you know, the full experience, because then I saw him at the, at the studio B as, as, as I had mentioned, that's not a place for a great sound. Sure. And, uh, you know, the set was cut short. People were drifting in and out because this was days after the first performance. Right. And, and, and it just seems like, you know, it seems like after like two days of this thing, the, the, the show performance fatigue sets in and people just kind of lose interest and drift in and out. Um, <laughs> you know, um, and then it was a shorter set. The sound wasn't great. You know, it seemed like the audience wasn't all that into it. You know, it was just kind of a weird performance. Um, it wasn't as great. And then I did say, see, uh, 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 what's it's a uh, Sir Edward trunk stayed for Ooh. at least three quarters of the set. Uh, the second time, which I was surprised, you know, he was, he was standing with the unfunny guy. <laughs> But, that would be Don yeah. Jameson. <laughs> <laughs> but, but yeah, so, you know, I mean, there was some good shows. Uh, Shaz Kane, man, I saw her in the Starred Lounge. Yeah. What a, I mean, she came out to, stood on a table because, like I said, you know, there's not mm-hmm. much of a stage there. So you couldn't really see her. She came out to one of the tables, stood up on it, sang for a little bit. And then, you know, it was, we were, yeah, what a great show. It was just like another one of those, uh, uh, you know, electrifying, I would say, until really? she mentioned that Danny Rexon was in the room. And I'm like, oh, man, 
You know, yeah. I mean, that guy, you know, he's walking around like he's Richie Sambora circa, circa 1986, you know, with the, with the Zorro hat and the cowboy <laughs> boots. And I'm just like, come on, dude, get well, out. I think, I think she dates him. I think I, I assume. Cause yeah, they, it's kind of weird. If, well, if she I mean, is, she, it's like, what, what's the big secret? It's not like he's some yeah. real famous dude, you know? Yeah, it's well, weird. but I know he writes all her music and right. stuff, like both records. He wrote both records. And mm-hmm. all right, answer me this question, and this right. is just the perv in me. Yeah. Is she smoking hot or is it smoking hot with angles? Uh, well, I'll tell you this. I did get a chance to meet her afterwards. Okay. You know, I, I got, I, I, I'm a dork, so I take these CD booklets and you sure. know, if I run into people, I have them sign them. Sure, sure. At this point, you know, because of the, you know, the situation with her, it was like they were loading stuff in and out, and she came out and said hello to the folks, and I was like, well, what the hell, I'll stick around and yeah, have this signed. But yeah, no, she's she's definitely, uh, you know, uh, a good looking for sure, yeah. and uh, you know, and smelled pretty good to me. <laughs> <laughs> Why did you so, give her the Joe Biden sniff test? <laughs> get up close. And- Why wouldn't you? <laughs> That'd probably get me thrown off the ship. I think. <laughs> but no, I mean, I I, I see what you're saying though, because it's almost kind of like I think, you know, it's weird how when they do the music videos, it almost does le- lead you to believe it's like, wait a minute, is this about angles and lighting or something? Mm-hmm. Right. Well, I know I when I interviewed her, um, I don't know, two years ago or whatever mm-hmm. it was. I, I was like a mumbling idiot because yeah, sure. she's her face is really pretty. Right. Like she is a but then I started thinking I watched some of the videos. I was like, man, they really do kind of keep her centered right. a certain way. Right, right. And I was like, oh, is that is that you know is this, is this Facebook voodoo or what? Yeah, that's what it felt like with her. <laughs> Facebook voodoo. No, but I, I hear what you're saying. Um you know, and then I saw also saw Burning Witches at that same venue, Ooh, Laura, um, Laura and I got to meet Laura. Oh yes. boy, there, there's That's another one a I, that lady. I did get a picture of. But, um, but yeah, I was just like, whoa! There, there, I got this really stupid look on my face because I'm like going, wow! And they <laughs> caught me right as it. I was saying, I was uh, pronouncing the word or whatever, and it's like, wow, that doesn't look good. I don't think I'm going to use that. Plus, maybe I can crop <laughs> myself out of the picture or something. But uh, yeah, no, I mean they they put on a great show too. Sure. Yeah, Laura's wow, she's smoking hot. Holy right. smokes! Right. And and isn't Courtney Cox from the Iron Maidens sure. in that band now too? Right. Right. Yeah. Right. So wow. Yeah. Yeah, she's on. She's she's in that band. I think because the um, the person, the other guitar player, I guess is pregnant or something yeah. i i kind of almost get the feeling like that's going to be a permanent thing you know uh, just, well just they've myself. they've been positioning um courtney mm-hmm. the same way as like nina from coming right. out of the you right. know they they position her as to be the next nita strauss right you know right. and it's like well maybe because she's certainly she's certainly a good looking lady as well my goodness right. Right. Yeah, the Burning Witches, that's that's another band that's just like smoking, smoking hot. But I got to tell you about them, though. I mean, they they start, they start cleared the room within 15 minutes, I think, because they were so heavy. <laughs> People got, let's get out of here. It was like they, they cringed, and I was like, oh, okay, more room for me. I scooted up to the front, you know. But, uh, <laughs> but yeah, it was just weird that I think they expected them to be kind of like a 80s melodic uh, sounding band and stuff. And then when they realized, oh, no, this is heavier stuff, oh, we got to go, you know. But, yeah. Good for, good for the rest of us, I think. Yeah, how do you leave that? Jesus. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, I, again, you know, between uh, Chez, Kane, and and uh, Burning Witches, again, you know, four, four hail and kills out of five. I mean, <laughs> yeah, that's fucking great. You <laughs> know? That's just looking uh, at them. <laughs> you know, yeah, yeah, no kidding. You know what was disappointing, though? I think the extreme when they performed outside on the pool stage, it was so damn windy. And then, you know, things were just not going right. I think when when Nuno started uh, setting up the, the next song, then the, the captain hits the, hits the blow horn or whatever on the damn ship. And kind of from there, it was just kind of like, it just seemed like things were out of sync. Uh, right. And so that wasn't as, uh, as, uh, as, as fun as I expected it to be. And then I missed the second show. Cause obviously there's other stuff going on. And then sure. I think he blew out his knee playing basketball or something like yeah. that. Yeah. Just like, wow. You know, that that's just further proof that if you're over 50, you need to stretch. 
<laughs> exactly. Look, oh, there's burning there's burning witches on the screen. Right. How do you walk away from that? I don't care if they're playing death metal. I'm watching it. Yeah, I mean, I would say just put on your fucking earplugs. Yeah, you just know? watch I mean, them. If, yeah. I mean, because I think the thing about uh, the Monsters of Rock, I mean, even at maximum capacity, you know, the stuff's not loud. I mean, it's it's right. pretty reasonable. It's like you're playing loud music in your car. Yeah. Yeah, so you're not going to blow out an eardrum or anything like yeah, that. I'd stay in and watch that. I don't care if they're right. playing slow jazz. Yeah, no kidding. <laughs> yeah. I'm watching. But, uh, yeah, the girl yeah. in the center, uh, metal mic off, that is the one we're talking about. Uh, Laura, what's her name? Laura Lindemund, right? Yeah, right, right, right. Laura Lindemund. Yeah. yeah. Dude, real quick, I'll tell you this story. I think I've told this on the show before, but I was, uh, during the pandemic, I was set up to interview them for whatever yeah. record they were doing at the time. And I was pumped. I mean, I was pumped up to do the interview because it was with Laura. And I get all set up, you know, and she insists on doing it in Zoom, which I don't mm. normally do. And it was a whole right. thing. But I went out of my way to do it with Zoom mm -hmm. because she's so fucking hot. I ain't going to lie. <laughs> and I get to it. I turn it on. It's no camera. Oh. And I'm like, oh. I'm like aren't you going to turn on your camera? She's like, I didn't know it was for for video, and I do not look good. And I was like, "No, no, oh. you look fine." I'm like, I'm right. like a a stalker at this point. I'm like, "No, no, I'm sure you look fine. Just turn on the camera." And she's like, "No, I will not turn on the camera." I was like, "Oh, god damn it!" You know. Oh. So I did the interview, but I was totally bummed out. <laughs> oh, because wow. I just wanted to be. I wanted to look at her for a half hour. <laughs> well, I got to tell you, I mean, even after they did their performance, that that place is um that that smaller venue i mean it's so hot and everything in there that you know i mean she looked great even oh, after yeah. that performance so it's like well you know i don't i don't uh i don't see what the problem is <laughs> yeah she's she's top tier no question yeah. on that one yeah so right. yeah um you know and and doro you know always great you know i think she focused on a lot of the warlock early warlock stuff and okay and, you know um uh, i mean just awesome band as always you know um winger fuck they, they they're just a lot heavier live i mean i don't think i get mm -hmm. tired of seeing winger every time I, I i go on these cruises and stuff or or see them anywhere around the area i'm always put on a great show sure um, this go around i mean i love watching faster pussycat but this go around i just got partial performances just because the way they landed their performances were slotted in right before or right after another uh, right performance so i managed to catch like you know a quarter and then uh, you know half right. sets and stuff like that but they, they always sound great right. um, what what faster pussycat did you get did you get the hitler cat or did you get the <laughs> 80s version like where they look uh, 80s uh we got the hitler cat yeah 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 <laughs> you know yeah i think they're they're going with that look from now from you know from now been forward, a while I but think. I, yeah yeah several years probably yeah. at least a couple probably decade maybe, maybe. At, yeah. least, decade. at least 20 years 20 yeah. years oh, that's yeah. probably true that's at least probably true years. Yeah, I mean, I think the I think as long as he's not doing the 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 white uh, paint, you know, the, right. that corpse paint and the black lipstick, uh, yeah, that, that that wasn't a good look, was it? No, <laughs> <laughs> and I just don't like that. But you know, I mean, they 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 were great. But you know what doesn't age well? Uh, I uh, you know, I it had been years since I had seen kicks up until until I started doing these cruises, and then you right. know, then all of a sudden I've seen. Uh, kicks more times you know over the last like you know eight years or whatever than i sure. had leading up to that but this time man i i uh caught kicks on the on the pool stage i mean great songs they always do the same stuff you know i mean mm -hmm. it's pretty predictable but the thing that's really cringy and i think i because i probably paid more attention to the the to the stage banter from uh, steve whiteman my god that's just fucking awful <laughs> it's just not good you know i mean i'm just like jesus it's just really goofy you know thank right. you fucker and oh man it's just it's just not good it just really takes away from the performances because i'm like sitting there going okay if you tally up all the stupid shit you said on stage that could have gotten us another song you know, <laughs> or whatever but yeah so that that's pretty cringy tesla you know fucking great this is probably the best i've heard uh you know uh jeff keith sound 
Really? You know, yeah. I mean, he actually sounds pretty fucking good. Okay. Um, um, and I saw them at the Royal Theater again. Great sound, you know, great stage. Everything came together. That's probably five hail and kills out of five. Even though, you know, again, the stuff's uh, pretty predictable, and you know, it's just kind of the cookie cutter set. But, but yeah, they're always great. My wife was saying, "Is like, is that really a guy?" Because I he was kind of dressed, kind of like a like a older chick. You know, he had like this this sparkly pants or something and like a snakeskin you know really baggy shirt and i'm like oh shit now that you think of it he does kind of look like a like an older woman but no i mean it really was jeff keith <laughs> so so i was just like well now you got me thinking but uh no i mean uh, again great band i mean they sound pretty tight and then wild mix brother you know he sounds fantastic playing right. drums in that band man. it was good sure um let me think great white which you version? Know, the, Which uh, version? Well, this is the version with Melissa Etheridge, and then the and then uh, uh, <laughs> <Melissa> <laughs> you know who Etheridge, I'm talking about, Burt Carlisle, <laughs> or whatever his name is, Michael Lardy, Michael oh, Lardy, Michael Lardy. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, so it's the version with Michael Lardy. Now, I had given up on on uh, on uh, Great White. You know, once okay. they got once they got the the little frenchy guy terry loose i mean he sucks the soul out of the songs you know i I have no use for that i don't need that you know he tries really hard to to sound like paul rogers we don't need that so i kind of stepped away from that made the mistake of coming back to see to see them with mitch malloy boy he you know talk I, i you know talk about fucking soulless you know, he just took the 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 grit out of those songs, and it, I mean, it was just horrible. Yeah, he, but then he was a karaoke singer. Yeah, right, right. You know, um, and then they get Andrew Freeman, you know, who's the insert me in the band guy, and that right. I knew that wasn't going to work out, and thankfully it didn't. But <laughs> they get this younger kid whose name I don't even know, Brett Carlisle. There you go. Oh my God. Fuck, if they had gotten this guy back, you know, back then, you know. But, he, be, but he was a junior high school kid at that point. So well, I think, yeah, you're right. You're right. You're right. Yeah. But, you know, I think where they're at now, they're, they're almost kind of, uh, you know, in the same uh, uh, level as Queensryche, where they have a guy that now, you know, can deliver a great performance and, and, and uh, uh, stay true to the original stuff. Because right. he did a, he did a, uh, where they performed a set. I mean, they added stuff from the first album. So they did stick it. And then okay. they did something from. From where Ruben froze, but they yeah. did rolling stone. All that stuff sounded great. I mean, again, okay. kind of what you expected in there, but uh, what a fantastic performance. I was, I was really impressed. So uh, yeah. I mean, five hail and kills, man. Five wow. hail and kills for that. <laughs> wow. Yeah. I was, I was really impressed. I'd see him again. Okay. I was going to see him again, but obviously, you know, there was too much stuff to to see, and you know, there was again conflict. Right. Um, you know who I felt sad, uh, bad for? Who? Autograph. Autograph. You know, played the Star Lounge, which is that smaller club-like place with mm-hmm. the great sound. Um, hardly any people there. You know, um, and well, then they have I, one I, song, dude. Let's be honest. Right. Right. About right. Autograph. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Right, now, right. I don't care how much you promote turn up the radio. Autograph has turn up the radio. Right. right. Nobody cares about blondes and black cars. Nobody cares about sender to me or my girlfriend's boyfriend isn't me. No one cared. Nobody cared right. back then. Right. Right. I, I mean, and and again, I just wanted to see for myself, you know, what this current incarnation sure. of the band, you know, it was, it was all right. But, you know, the interesting part here is that their their guitarist Jimmy Bell goes and does this? I guess to give uh, their singer a little bit of a break, he mm-hmm. he starts doing this solo, and it was funny because Reb Beach walked in and he's like standing like a person over for me, and I'm like, is that Reb Beach? And I took a double take. I'm like, son of a, son of a bitch, it's Reb Beach, you know. Nice. So so Jimmy's doing this solo, and 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 uh, Reb's kind of like like this. You know, he's like, what the fuck's this guy doing? And and I, I totally get it because, you know, when he starts playing, he sounds like he's playing like this neoclassical, a combination of a neoclassical kind of uh, solo 
mm-hmm. while getting thrown off a flight of stairs. You know, I mean, it just sounded like <laughs> it just sounded fucking bad. But, you know, I'm just sitting there going, Jesus, that was unwarranted. Um, but, you know, it's funny because I kept on then looking at Reb like, well, what's his reaction to this? And he's just still kind of like, what? What the fuck's this guy doing? And then eventually the solo ends, they kick into the song, which was turn up the radio for the right, of course. Uh, and then I look and I'm like, Well, where's Reb? I, I caught the Reb walking down the down the hallway to get the fuck out of the venue. But uh, <laughs> I thought that was kind of that was kind of funny. Um <laughs> that's hilarious. But then I give autograph a second shot because they did play at the Royal Theater at like midnight, okay. you know, uh like a couple days later. And boy. Uh, I thought the first performance was kind of sorry. This next one was even worse because the Royal theater probably has capacity about 1500 people. You know, there's lots of seating, you know, it's, it's, it's kind of set up kind of similar to like an orchestra type of performance venue, you know? Um, But yeah, it was probably maybe, maybe 75 people there, you know, which was really sad. And then I saw that there was a dude sleeping uh, behind me, <laughs> oh, who is that guy? It was a guitarist from uh, Rose Tattoo. I don't know. I mean, maybe, maybe he was just snuck in to to sleep off a little bit of his hangover or something. I don't know. But, <laughs> but I, I, I was like, man, I feel bad for these guys. But you're right. I mean, they're basically only known for that one song. Yeah. And yeah, there's what, like one guy in the band. None. Um, none. None. Uh, yeah. Well, you got uh, Steve from uh, Metal Church playing bass, which he does a great job, but it's Steve like, Unger, you know, there's nothing. Yeah, yeah. Steve Unger's in there. He, he can't do shit about yeah. it. Yeah. It's Steve Unger, Jimmy Bell, um, Simon Daniels, and um, I don't know who the drummer is. Yeah, yeah. But apparently the drummer is the guy that's been in the band the longest out of those those other people you mentioned. Yeah. I mean, it's still... So. It's that, look, if it ain't the guy with the red hair, nobody cares. Yeah. Let's be honest. Uh, yeah, right, right. I mean, I think uh I think uh, uh Kenny Richards is spinning in his crypt, you know? <laughs> I mean, it's just like, what what the hell did you do to my bed? You know? Right. But, uh, yeah, it's kind of sad. I mean, uh, thankfully there's not a whole lot of that. You know, I didn't see a whole lot of bad performances. I was disappointed I think in Learen just because it, I, you know, somebody that I'd never seen and then it was just kind of, man, this this felt kind of flat, mm-hmm. um, but you know, great. She has a great band and great performance. I just think overall, probably the set was the was the. Uh, Did you the, know any of her music going in? Oh yeah, oh yeah. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah I mean, I, I'm pretty familiar with with her music and been a fan for a bit. That's why I was like, well, gotta go check check her out you know right. as far as, uh, how, how did she look uh, she looked pretty good yeah, yeah i know i know you said something about she was looking kind of pudgy or something yeah, well uh, she was when she came back a few years ago right. you know she she uh you know she kind of looked like a mom but then right. but then chris did an interview with her not long ago and she looked like she kind of like got herself back in shape and stuff and looked actually pretty decent right no she does i mean i think for for uh, a, a lady her age, she looks pretty, pretty good. There you go. There you right. go. Now, now, do you know anything about the story about the uh, basketball game from uh, the band versus well, crew or anything like no, that? No, I mean, I, that started happening, I think, when we were in, where the fuck were we? I guess that was in Haiti. And never go there, you guys. Don't go to Haiti. <laughs> I mean, I, I, I got, here's, here's the deal. Uh, Rose, Rose, no, Junkyard was performing. We were we had gotten off the ship in Haiti. That basketball game was happening. As as I'm uh, walking away, you know, to I could hear the basketball game starting on the ship. We're okay. you know, obviously across the across the way from it, and I'm walking back, and you get harassed from people from from the vendors there. It's like, hey, buddy, hey, buddy, hey, buddy. It's like. You know, just leave me alone. You know, I mean, or, and, and I did offer people five bucks to leave me alone. You know, I mean, it's just uh, leave me alone. You know, I'm not here to cause trouble. I just want to be left alone and have fun. But the, right. the game was happening as I was walking back um, and Rose Tattoo was performing uh, on the pool deck at that time. But uh, I didn't actually see it. I mean, I'm not much of a basketball fan. You know, I'm kind of one of those guys that only follows one sport and it's, it's uh, NFL, but even that's kind of questionable these days, you know? Right. Yeah. But no, I didn't see, I did see footage of it. There was some guy that had 
like his cell phone and he was playing it as I was walking by. I was like, holy shit, that looks bad. Um, <laughs> yeah. and it, apparently it was because then he didn't perform like the next night or whatever. Um, but did, yeah. He didn't play at M3 this weekend. Either. Right. Right. Yeah. He's probably having surgery. I, I would imagine. Yeah. You know, I know there's, supp- and I think that probably puts some of these, uh, uh, summer dates in kind of limbo too i would think yeah well um, they'll, they'll put him in a chair they'll put him in a yeah, chair yeah he'll borrow dave Grohl's throne right um but no i mean because he's supposed to perform they're supposed to perform in portland with living color which living colors uh, yeah, i see them anytime they come through sure um but uh um on on Monday, we had gone to the Dominican Republic, and you know, my wife plans all these fucking things. So, we're going <laughs> to a private beach. If you could imagine this setting, you know, we're walking to to get onto the onto transportation to take us to this private beach, right? Um, and we're passing all these cars, you know, the that are parked, you know, really, you know, like things that look like a like a. Uh, uh, Greyhound bus and then Sprinter vans. I'm like, okay, well, where's ours? And sure enough, we we they're boarding us on this fucking thing that looks like a retired military vehicle. You know the ones with the canopy on the back. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All they did was paint it white with some red trim and shit. And I'm thinking, <laughs> oh fuck, we're gonna get on this thing. And the first thing they go is put on your seatbelt. And I'm looking at the top of this fucking thing, and it just has sheet metal, you know, just kind of uh, <laughs> over the canopy part. And I'm thinking right. this is gonna be fun. Well, we uh, I realized that sitting in front of us was Oz Fox and his and his hooker for Jesus wife, you know. So I mean, she's got a fucking potty mouth and a half. I'm like, whoa! I was surprised. Um, but anyways, that was a hell of a ride because you run out of uh, asphalt in about like 15 minutes, and then it's like, okay, when we're going to be driving for another 30, and it's like, holy shit, what's the rest of the 30? 30 minute drive going to be like, and sure right. enough, it's like this windy road, dusty, you know, <laughs> uncomfortable, bumpy, everything you can think of. And I'm like, motherfucker, what do we, you know, and what do we buy? <laughs> yeah. What are we getting into? It's almost like they're taking us somewhere where you're, you're being trafficked. Harvest, you're, yeah. You're going to harvest your organs at the end of the ride. You know, I mean, it was horrible, but I was, I was, I would just say, you know, take him. He believes in the Lord, you know, <laughs> but nice. uh, it was funny because on the, on the, on the drive back, we wound up on the wrong bus and sitting behind us was uh, Michael Sweet. And so he's a he, pretty funny guy, but I go, Hey, Michael, and you go, you know, you hit me in the head. You pelted me in the head with a Bible in Portland, Oregon in 86. And he goes, Oh, I'm sorry. You know? And he goes, well, it wasn't very hard. I go, I probably needed some sense knocked into me anyway. And he goes, well, you know, and he's telling me about how expensive it is to make those Bibles and all this kind of stuff. It was pretty funny, but he was inhaling dust with the rest of us. They'll right. the drive back, but man, you know, one thing about leaving the country, it it makes you really appreciate living in this country. I don't give a shit what people say. Mm-hmm. Nothing beats this country. Yeah. No, that's so true. Especially going over there. Yeah. That place is, if it weren't for the boats, it would be, a, it'd still be a third world country. Right. right. The only thing that makes their economy go is these boats running running into where did you guys go larabee or somewhere yeah yeah labadee labadee, labadee and or then, something and then yeah yeah labadee and then put, punta cana Kinte? yeah yeah <laughs> but Kinte. you know it's crazy because you know i i had gone i'd gone to the dominican republic before not related to this but i remember we were staying at an all-inclusive place and i'm walking around and i'm looking at the wall and i'm like i'm asking the guy because you know they speak spanish and i'm like yeah what's the what's the deal with the razor wire he goes oh to keep Haitians out I'm like oh fuck you know <laughs> so I was like I don't feel safe anymore you know I'm thinking geez you know if they're putting razor wire at a resort to keep the Haitians out you wow. know it's crazy it's crazy <laughs> yeah but uh, I guess you know I guess you know I think what he say that uh, that uh, Dominican Republic the tour guide uh, was saying that I guess Dominican Republic has about 60 percent of the island and then the other 40s Haiti or whatever, but okay, eh, still doesn't make me feel any better. You know? <laughs> I mean, but I was glad to be back on the ship. How's that? Because it was one of those things where it's like, geez, you know, this could really go bad. You know? Wow. <laughs> <laughs> 
I would say take the Christians first, you know, I mean, <laughs> leave me alone, leave nice. me alone, you know? Yeah. I don't know. But yeah, I mean, I think as far as things go, I mean, I'm trying to think, I, I mean, I think really not a whole lot of bad performances, you know, I think just the experience in itself was kind of, eh, you know, yeah. just because I said the facilities was horrible. How would you like to have somebody tracing, you know, piss water all shit. over your hallways and up the yeah, stairs and oh you know so by but so so with all that going on did the hallways to the cabins end up starting to smell like piss and shit or no they didn't uh okay. i think part of that hallway where where we were kind of did for a little bit but they had like these uh um you know, kind of one of those steam cleaner things. And right. I think they, they cleaned it up pretty well because you couldn't smell it after that cabin flooded or whatever. <laughs> you know, the price just some drunk guy trying to flush something, you know. That, yeah. But you know what's interesting? This is another thing that kind of bugged me. I took, I bought two power strips at Walmart, right? For like okay. $9.98. You know, right. they were still in the package. And I threw them in my luggage. And uh, we get up to the, to check in and to check into our room. And so my wife's bag's there. I'm like, well, where's where's my bag? You know, she goes, oh, it'll get here. And I was like, yeah, I just don't feel good about this. I don't know what the deal is. Um, and so then we leave to go uh, check out check out one of the bands. Mm-hmm. And I go, well, if it's not here by the time we get back, I'm going to have to follow up on this because this isn't good. And they're like, oh, we'll right. check on it. So I we finally get it. You know, guy drops it off like several hours later. I unzip the thing and I got this this like slip that says, you know, that, that, uh, my power strips have been confiscated because it could be a, <laughs> it could be like a, uh, fire hazard, right? Oh, no sooner do I do that. I zip up my bag. I go, okay, fuck this. I, you know, let's go check out another band. And, and then we step out the hall and you can smell people burning weed. I'm like, this is ridiculous. They, they, <laughs> they take, they take these fucking strips but they didn't find this guy's or this person's cannabis who's clearly smoking in their right. room because you can smell it through the throughout the hallway. You sure so, you didn't see Eric? <laughs> oh, yeah. Well, it could have been him. I don't know. I, but I definitely didn't see him. I, I was hoping to run into him. It'd be kind of cool to do that. But but no, I didn't. I did not see him. Um, <laughs> but but yeah, I mean, I think overall, uh, yeah, probably should take a little break, especially after coming home with this, man. You know, it's just kind of one of those things where it's like, oh, man, dude, I, I really dude, didn't want to be sick. I ain't going to lie to you, Ruben. The, the COVID sounds like the least big of the problem. The big <laughs> problem to me sounds like $16,000. Yeah. That's a lot yeah. of coins. That's a that's lot, a of, lot, that's of, a lot coin. of money. Although, I mean, again, I think there a lot. some of it was the, the, the other amenities and the extras. But you're right. I mean, it, it's a lot of dough, man. But I mean, to see those bands, if you saw every one of the bands on the boat, it wouldn't cost you $16,000. No, I think, I think one of the things that I ought to consider, you know, because it seems like the, 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 the one thing with this uh, cruise is that they basically have a pool of bands and they kind of rotate them mostly in and Mm -hmm. out. You're always going to see a lot of the same bands. Eventually, I think what's going to happen is a lot of these bands that are, as they get older, they're probably going to shift them onto like that classic rock cruise because they're running out of classic rockers to fill that damn thing. Mm -hmm. Um, But no, what I was going to say, though, is that it probably worth the, you know, probably uh, take a lesser hit going to M3 or Monsters on the Mountain, you know, to be honest. Yeah. So, well, and, um, and you know what's going to end up happening? Monsters of Rock is going to become all the '90s bands. Yeah, I correct. mean that's what's going to. I mean, it, yeah. you're probably two years away from a Limp Biscuit, Corn. You know those, right? Uh, Papa Roach, those types of bands, right? Because they don't. As, to my knowledge, there's not one of those out there yet. Well, you like, know, I mean, the guy from Papa Roach already has herpes, so he'd fit right in. <laughs> No, but I, I do think you're right. I mean, I think a lot of those bands, and it's kind of setting up that way, you know, yeah. because I think, you know, just the fact that for the lineup for next year, they have Accept on there, right. you know, which which is going to be another one of those bands that will probably, you know, again, one song, Balls to the Wall. You know, I mean, mm-hmm. and I think if they play any of the new stuff, you're going to see something similar to Burning Witches where people are going to go, ah, fuck this, we're walking out. Um, but, you know, next year, Colts, Cults collide. You got the Ace Cult and you got the Monsters of Rock Cult. 
You know, they're going to yeah. collide. You got Ace Freely cult and then a Monsters of Rock cult. I want to see how that turns out. I just won't <laughs> be there. <laughs> You'll watch from afar. You'll watch. On I'll watch the, from afar. Yeah. You'll watch on Facebook. Good yeah. enough. Yeah. <laughs> Save right. 16 grand. <laughs> oh, geez. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I think, I think I should have probably waited a year, but you know, I mean, once you, once you get things going, I mean, I think you, you, you lose your dough. I think the other thing too, that I was kind of reluctant on going just simply because I had dumped all this money into this damn thing. And sure. then, uh, and then had like some family stuff and I'm thinking, ah, oh, shit. Should I go? Should I not go? So, you know, I was talking to my brother and he goes, yeah, you ought to go. That's a lot of money to just kind of leave on the table. You yeah. Know, which, which he's right. You know, in, 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 in retrospect, that's a lot of dough. So, yeah, it is. Yeah. Jesus. So overall, you know, again, pleasant experience. I think people should do it once, you know, and if you don't like it, do something else. Right. Well, so. Well, sorry, it wasn't awesome. That sucks, but <laughs> it was know. good. It was good, but you know, you're right. I mean, it, I didn't think it was awesome, but you know, it was, it was still good. Um, and we'll see. I mean, there's there's always other stuff you can do. You know, like I said, maybe the M3, maybe the Monsters on the Mountain, maybe something else. Although I'm not a huge fan of festivals. Yeah, me. Either. You know, I mean, I'm just kind of like, ugh. Well, and again, what is that? But I mean, what is the cruise? It's a floating festival. Yeah, yeah, right. So when you think about that, it's like, oh, but you're already in a, in a similar kind of uh, environment, right? Yeah. And the problem to me, and this is why I have not gone on the Monsters Cruise, mm -hmm. the problem I have with it is you can't get away from it. Like right. even, at a, even at a festival, you can kind of go somewhere, you know, out by where they're selling merch or something to get away from it for a little while. Mm-hmm. You can't go anywhere on the boat, can you, to get completely away from it because it's just all focused on the bands that are there. Yeah. Yeah. yeah your cabin. Yeah. Your cabin yeah, is probably Who wants it. to do that? Right. Right. Yeah. I mean, yeah, there really is no escaping it because regardless of where you go, there's somebody performing something. Like you could even go into one of the bars and uh, they'll have like, you know, I think the, the guy from like uh, Autograph was doing like an acoustic performance. So there's always going to be people kind of surrounding sure. that area. Um, yeah. You know, the place that the, oh, the most putrid place is that damn casino. Oh, <laughs> Jesus. I mean, you, you go in there and, and you, just, you have to walk through it to get to one of the venues, right? Right. Oh, my God. That stench just kind of, uh, you know, just kind of. <laughs> penetrates your fucking was it cigarettes or cigarettes but you know what it smells like it smells like and, and if you've ever been a smoker um or been around somebody that's a smoker is that kind of wet cigarette smell oh yeah it's it's, Jesus. it's like um it's musty yeah it's just there a musty smell i mean you can walk through that and almost feel this glaze on your face you know? yeah it's just because, because they're always cleaning the carpets so the carpets are kind of damp yeah. Uh, so it kind of smells and then the smoke just hangs in the air and it's just terrible. Yeah. <laughs> well, you know, what's funny is Kip Winger's always in there playing and I'm thinking, man, what kind of a toll does this take on your voice? Although I don't think he goes <laughs> there. I don't think he goes to the casino till after he's done with his second performance. Right. But still, I mean, I was like, man, this is ugh, putrid. Putrid. <laughs> <laughs> So. See, Dan Pate has a, he's, he's challenging. He says, don't let Ruben fool you. It's a great time. <laughs> oh, oh, wait, was he on there? Yeah, he was, he was definitely on the cruise. Oh, he's part of the cult. <laughs> part of the cult. Uh, I mean, that's, I mean, he, he doesn't have an objective uh, bone in his body. He's a hardcore superstar fan, you know, cause they jammed him, they jammed that up his ass and he goes, oh, yes, sir. You know? <laughs> <laughs> it's funny <laughs> although that's probably guilt you know just the fact that he goes oh man i blew so many thousands of dollars on this thing i'm gonna have to just kind of fall in line and say it was great it's gonna have to own up and said man i had the best time ever well he says that you spent too much money too he says he says um he only spent three grand and and he's I, I believe I could put up a million comments he's been putting in here the whole time, but um, let's see. You could take a lesser hit by not buying first-class tickets and booking an expensive cabin. I'm not doing it. Yeah, why would you do that if you could afford to? What? Yeah, I'm not yeah, doing yeah. it. I'm flying first-class. been flying first-class for the last, like, eight years. I'm not doing hey, you, it. You, you and me both, Ruben. I, yeah. yeah. Whenever that's, I fly, long, long, long flights, first-class, man. Mm -hmm. Yeah. 
Yeah. Yeah. I mean, yes, you can. But but here here here's my here's my question to to Dan, and you can answer it as well, Ruben, since you just okay. did this. Right. Of course, you can get a cheaper thing. Oh sure. But if you know you didn't buy this bootleg, you bought it through Monsters of Rock Cruise, right. the the organization. Right. Sure, sure. So if they're selling you this package for this much money, it should add that they should offer you that value. You should get sixteen grand worth of value for it. Sure. Just that's yeah. just the, the way it is. It doesn't. It's not like you bought it from some guy that was standing on the dock that was like, "Hey, man, do you right. want to go?" You know, it's it's you bought something. You you gave them the the appropriate money that they wanted for it, and you expected you expected it to be sixteen thousand dollars worth of fun. Yeah, I mean, again, it was it was good, but you know, again, it just has me reconsidering my options <laughs> you know i'm just sitting there going whoa what just happened here but yeah. uh but you know again drink package 619 times two you know i mean fuck that that alone is gonna have take you down you know a few a few uh what 12 1200 bucks right there did, did, no? did you, did, so you bought two drink packages yeah then? right oh, right yeah. wow okay yeah, yeah. so i was hundred dollars like, for booze jesus christ dude Twelve hundred dollars for booze? You could have fucking invested in a fucking liquor store. <laughs> You're probably right. I mean, I'm not denying that. Uh, what, what what does that one guy say on the chat room? He's probably he's probably ja- justifying stuff because he's part of the cult. Oh, he's he's definitely Dan is definitely. Don't bitch about the prices. People do get more value with the gold badges. Um, how does he know? He he just said he did the cheap route. Well, he, he, he did. I, I don't know. I wish Dan would, <laughs> I wish he would call in because he could, he could explain it better than, than I can. But I, I do know that he is a definite, we know Dan, we met Dan at the, um, melodic rock fest. Oh. Um, and, um, he is definitely a hardcore fan of this music. And I know that to be true. You know, mm. every, Every other day, he's like, hey, here's me out with so-and-so. Like, he goes to every show. Like, he's a true music supporter, so right, right. I'm not going to shit on him for that. But, you know, all I all I know is that I personally, I don't care what I spent. I need to get my money's worth out of it. Right. And it just sounds like you didn't, and that's okay. Not everybody's going to love everything. Right. Yeah, and, and he's right. I mean, they do have those VIP passes, which then brings me some some PTSD from doing the Disneyland fast pass bullshit. You know, because right. you could be you could be uh waiting, you could be first in line for I don't know, let's say Tesla, for instance. Mm-hmm. And then all of a sudden somebody that has a little badge just zips to the front of the line and they get in first. Yeah. You know, so it's kind of one of those deals. But, yeah, and, you know. I, and I actually saw people bitching about just that because there was that rescheduled show mm-hmm. and people that had bought the, or that had sat there all day waiting for or whatever for that show. And then people that had the passes went right past them. Right. You know, and, and then they couldn't see, they were bitching that they had chairs and they couldn't see because everybody was standing up. Right. And I was like, well, stand up, <laughs> you know? Right. Yeah. I mean, pros and cons, you know? Yeah. And yeah, I mean, in the end, you can kind of make up your mind if you go that one time or a couple times or however many mm-hmm. times, if you really enjoy it to keep going. Yeah. Yeah. Well, look, everybody can have a different opinion, but dude, definitely appreciate you coming on and sharing this. What a ride. Jesus. Yeah. What a ride. Yeah. And you know, I mean, in the end, I, I got a parting gift of COVID. So what the <laughs> fuck, you know, it's like things are really worked out for me. That's right. <laughs> Too much too much fun. Right. All right, Ruben, we'll tell people where they can see your work and read your stuff and find you on the web and all that fun yeah, stuff. Yeah, uh, well, knac.com, and then, as like Chris said, to do some stuff for sleazerocks.com, and then also do the We Go to 11 uh, yeah, on YouTube. So there you go. A little bit of everything there, and yeah, just don't leave any 
any really bad comments, you'll hurt my feelers. <laughs> I'll bet. And, and what, what exactly do you what What exactly do you do on We Go to Eleven? What is it? What is uh, that? Well, that that's uh, that's uh, interviews. I think the most recent one there's a uh, there's an interview I did with uh, uh, Donald Tardy from uh, Obituary, nice. and it was kind of it, it was kind of funny because the guy's uh, he goes, I hope this is okay. He goes, I'm getting my car worked on, and he goes, I'm at the dealership. If you uh, don't want to do video, I could turn the video off. I just leave the video going. So he's sitting in the dealership doing an interview with me about the upcoming tour that they have coming here this month. So that's the most recent one. There's uh, uh, what is there? There's one with uh, Laura from Burning Witches online right now. There's one with uh, with a uh, Joe Stump from Alcatraz on there, too. Sure. Yeah, there's, there's a few things on there. So check yeah. them out. And like that's I said, fun, just that's be- funny about Tardy though, because we've had we've had a similar situation several times, not even just uh-huh. once, with Ross the Boss. Oh yeah. Every time we interview Ross the Boss, he's doing it from he owns a um a base a batting cage. Yeah. So right. every time you do an interview with him, he does it from the batting cage. So oh, wow. the whole time you're talking to him, it's like ping, ping. Oh wow. Ping ping ping. You know, going off in the background every single, every minute of the interview. It's like, it's annoying as hell, but he's Ross the boss. So you do it. <laughs> right. Yeah. No. Uh, but, but again, check it out. You know, it's stuff a little heavier. I like stuff that's a little oh, heavier yeah. too. You know, what the hell? Very so. good. All yeah. right, Ruben. Well, uh, we appreciate you bringing us all up to date on this extravaganza of a cruise that you spent a lot of shekels on. And- yeah. A lot of shekels. Yeah. Well, yeah, you'll geez. have to be working for the next year just to make up for the for the shortfall. No kidding. <laughs> yeah, you're right. You're not kidding. So, all right. Well, uh, is there any one uh, artist that stood out for you on the rock cruise that I could close out the interview with a song from? Well, you know, I, like I said, you know, probably Doro Shanker. Um, you know, um, Rhino Book. It was great. Winger, awesome. But I, I think being that I had. Uh, uh, such a such an experience using the facilities or the bathroom on that damn ship. You might want to close out with uh, Faster Pussycat bathroom wall, huh? <laughs> yeah, because someone took a piss on the bathroom wall. Apparently, <laughs> uh, right? Someone took a piss on the bathroom wall. Yeah, I mean, they geez. couldn't find their way into yeah. the stall. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Oh, yeah, it was horrible. I'm going to have PTSD from that for a while. <laughs> Too funny. Oh, right. All yeah. right, Ruben. Well, again, we appreciate you taking the time. And, uh, well, we'll close it out with the bathroom wall from Faster Pussycat. So, uh, all right. Well, here it is. It's uh, Faster Pussycat with Bathroom Wall exclusively here. On your classic metal show. 